everybody. Welcome to BAMcast Extra, episode 193. Yeah, numbers. Uh-huh. Woo! Yeah? I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. We're back with numbers. Yeah, I'm a fan. Big fan of numbers. Big fan of numbers. Uh, no number uh, in this week's movie, although that will change uh, at some point. But uh, we watched 1988's Pumpkinhead. Uh-huh. Pumpkinhead. Yeah, so full disclosure, I have never seen Pumpkinhead, despite Mm -hmm. being of the age I probably should have seen Pumpkinhead. Yeah, you've you've mentioned that to me a few times, and I'm always kind of baffled by that, because I've never considered Pumpkinhead a thing, like a thing. Like, oh, you've never, like, you've never seen Pumpkinhead? If someone said that to me, I would be like, that's understandable. (laughs) Not a lot of people saw Pumpkinhead. (laughs) No, I just, I, I, I feel like when I was growing up, it was one of those things like... Hellraiser. It, it was just like one of those video store movies that I felt like every cool kid had seen, <laughs> you know, and I wasn't one. Of, I did air quotes there in case because <laughs> oh, okay. they don't translate well to audio. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just it's one of those I just never saw. I didn't see this. I didn't see Hellraiser until a couple of years ago, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. That went badly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I just um. Like I cleaned out the you know the sci-fi fantasy action sections when I was growing up in the video store. Like occasionally I'd dip into horror. Like uh-huh. you know I'd see a Friday the Thirteenth. But actually I think like mostly if I saw a Friday the Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street, it was usually because like it was on cable. Like we all right. Like we had Cinemax and HBO growing up. Uh, long story, but like we got them for free. Like the cable company messed up and they were just there like it, okay. <laughs> forever. Like we, <laughs> like we didn't get showtime because like that was on channel one on our cable. And somehow like it was before, like you had to have a box. You could just use your TV as a tuner and yeah. it didn't block HBO or Cinemax. It blocked, you couldn't t- tune to one because of old TVs. That, that wasn't a UHF station or VHS mm-hmm. station. Sorry. I actually know old TV shit, but yeah, so you couldn't tune to one on an old TV. It started at two, um, so we could never right. watch Showtime. But like, I'd see random things on HBO and Cinemax sometimes. But yeah, that was like, I don't think I don't think I could ever like convince my mom to rent me horror movies. Like it was an easier sell for like, oh, it's sci-fi. It's just rubber aliens and shit. And so like, right. I I saw like Alien probably way too young and stuff. But like, if uh-huh. it was a horror movie, it was like, oh no, that's gonna fuck you up. And it's like, yeah, Alien's a horror movie. <laughs> it's a spoiler. <laughs> and it, it probably <laughs> fucked me up more than other things. But anyway, said all that to say, I've never seen Pumpkinhead and, uh, uh-huh. until yesterday evening. Okay. I, I saw it once. I okay. saw it when it hit video. Uh, hadn't seen it since. Uh, it had always kind of stuck with me for certain reasons, but nothing I could put my finger on. So watching it again for this was, was very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um. So let, let's let's talk about Pumpkinhead. Well, I th- okay. Uh, so if if there was a reason why this one is talked about, it's because it's directed by Stan Winston, like the yes. creature maker guy extraordinaire. And so, like when I was doing my air quotes, cool kids. I mean, like I think I tertiarily hung out with like the kind of people that were like reading like Fangoria magazine and stuff like that. So I think like uh-huh. they, you know, they were celebrating the 
things like people used to celebrate like Ray Harryhausen. So it was like, oh, like, oh, I know Stan Winston. I know his entire oeuvre, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like I and, and here is a movie he directed. So it's like this is going to be good or something, you know, like I just think like it was like it had some air of like, oh, shit, the guy who makes creature things directed a movie like, kind of like, oh, Stephen King directed, you know, like right. Maximum Overdrive. Right. It's like, oh, this is going to be a thing, you know, so. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, so I have to say, like, I think that's why there's like some air of, you know, classicness attached to this movie, if you will, like just from sure. the people, you know, like I said, I, not my close friends. We, you know, I just sometimes, you know, especially in like middle school and stuff where you start switching classes and stuff. It's like, oh, in this class, I will talk to this person for Right. You have morning and, friends and you yeah, have afternoon yeah, friends. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, like this guy over here is like super into like metal and Fangoria <laughs> magazine. It's like, okay, well, we'll talk for like this driver's ed class, but otherwise, like, I don't give a shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yes, I think being directed by Stan Winston is something that maybe has helped this movie stick around for as long as it sure. has in terms of just kind of a prestige kind of thing of just like, Oh, now the maestro is directing a film. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, uh, it stars, a it stars Lance Henriksen and almost uh-huh. nobody else. There's, um, Buck flowers in it, but like, otherwise it's yep. like, it's a bunch of like, huh? <laughs> you know, like, uh, Jeff D Jeff East is in it. He oh. was young Superman in the first Superman movie. R- R- oh, oh, like he was, the he was Clark of- Kent. Oh, okay. So he's like the, yeah. the Smallville Clark Kent. Okay. Yes. Uh, he is. Okay. He's recognizable, although I think he's probably about 30 in this and it seemed a little odd. Um, but yeah, pretty much Blossom is in this for half a second. If you look for her. <laughs> really? <laughs> she, was, she was one of the hillbilly kids. Oh. That, the thing about this movie is that it is 99% people living in a holler. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but basically, so Lance Henriksen is a widower. He's got a young son. Really, yeah, yeah he's got loves... the kid from Jerry Maguire as his son for some reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, not really, but I mean, no, you might it's as well the be. same yeah. model. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same model child. Yeah, you know the um, pumpkin head weighs eight pounds. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, that um, really just popped in my head. Like that should have been in my head last night, but that yeah. just popped in my head. Good, good. Hang on to it. Uh, So um, he really loves this kid. He's got a little uh, store Uh uh, for this, for this nowhere, wherever the hell they are. Um, And that's his life. His life is his kid and making sure the people in the holler have feed or whatever. Yeah, it's like it's a it's your basic. um, I don't know, like, you know, fruits and vegetable place, but also like some farm goods, I guess, by special order, because that's what it seemed like. It's like. Look, we've got produce here, but if you ask, we can get feed too. Because it was like right. he had to bring that to the store and forgot or whatever, which yeah. is just bad. Bad parenting is about to happen. Yeah. But I, uh, I, the movie also starts in the fifties, uh-huh. where young Lance Henriksen is witness to Pumpkinhead doing some Pumpkinhead things. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a thing in this area. It's just Pumpkinhead's a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Rabu. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Rabu is a thing. Uh, um, okay, so I don't I don't know at what point I should kind of start to talk about this, like coming to this from the first time. But like, I'm going to go ahead on record and say I really liked Pumpkinhead. Um, okay. And it's mostly like, I think the production design in this movie is magnificent. Like the, mm-hmm. like I, I really, like so many, so many of these movies, it's just like, 
I, I, we've watched too many of these, especially recently, like the the seventies and eighties. Like, why why does anybody live here? Uh, parts of America, like why does anyone right. live in this nowhere swamp? And and much less why do it? Why would anyone go here? Like the city yeah. folk that are going here, right. but this feels like the most authentic. I mean, it, it, it's, it's weird because it's like, it, it feels authentic, but it also has that cool, like universal monsters set decoration. Like it, like it looks like set decoration, but I also buy it as, as real life. Like it's somewhere in between. Does that, mm-hmm. does that make any sense? Like, yeah. like when you watch like classic Dracula and Frankenstein and universal monster movies, it's like, they're clearly sets, but they're so well done that like your, mm-hmm. your mind goes, Oh yeah, this is totally what like Transylvania looks like. And I, I am totally buying this even clearly though. This is on a soundstage somewhere, you know, right. but like that, this movie has a lot of that to, to like, I, I buy like every, I, I was just like noticing all the little trimmings they had on everything. Cause there's a really nice HD print on Amazon prime of this movie. Yes. Just FYI, yes. if you want to play along, um, but yeah, it's just like everything is like so meticulously designed that I think it's like really cool, and I'm really buying that this is a. It, it, this is I I don't think probably anyone has ever made this, but like just having recently watched it and now watched this for the first time, there's a very similar not plot uh, devices, but there is a very similar feel to this and the Vavitch, <laughs> the witch movie, uh-huh. um, just in so much that it's like you get that sense of like oh I am. Because, like, every time we've watched these, like, Hitchhikers, Go Somewhere, Moonshine, whatever movies that we've watched, you're you're always just, like, your mind immediately goes, like, drive the fucking 20 miles to civilization, get the police involved, what the fuck are you doing, things. Right. And this is, like, oh, no, we are fucking nowhere. It has that sense of dread of, like, like the, the witch has, where it's just, like, oh, there is no, like, lifeline. This We are in fucking nowheresville right here, and it's, like, this... Uh-huh voodoo swamp village revenge thing you know it's like oh if if you want to you can go see the old crone and summon the pumpkin head for you to exact your revenge but like it's you probably shouldn't and no one has for a long time and there's good reasons for that um and i I don't know it's just like i I, like i really like the the feel of this movie i think the i think some of the plot and even sadly some of the acting betrays what could otherwise i think be a really really good movie um, mm-hmm. So I don't think like this is like, uh, oh, my God, this movie's amazing. Everyone has to go see it. I, I just think that like this, this has a really good feel of claustrophobia is not right, but it is kind of like that where it's like we're in this swamp place. There is no escape. Like isolation. Yeah, just like this isolation, like Texas Chainsaw thing where it's like, no, mm-hmm. going to the police is not an option because we are so utterly fucked where we are, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like 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 an Evil Dead thing, too. It's like it has a very Evil Dead vibe to it, too, where it's like yeah. we are just out in the fucking woods and, you know, you're and the supernatural forces are going to make it so you cannot escape, you know, like kind right. of thing. And right. Yeah, I just I really like that aspect of this movie and like mm-hmm. just that. Like I said, it's a weird thing to say it's anything like The Witch, but, you know, it's like just that. I can, I can see that. Just that, like, a gothic American, like, oh, this sh- this shit's been around for a really long time. It transcends Wiccan. It transcends voodoo. It transcends anything. It's just this ancient, like, Celtic evil that was in the fucking land since Pangea or whatever. You know, like, it's just this, <laughs> right. like, like, this is beyond, like, you know, country bumpkin. You know, this is, like, yeah. deep, dark. Nobody like, brought this here. Yeah, this was, is deep, dark, like, here. Lovecraftian shit. You know, like, <laughs> like this is just, yeah. like, weird fucking weird shit out here so i yeah. i just like i said i really like that aspect of this movie a lot okay but yes so yes he has this kid he, they run this veggie stand or you know he takes the kid with him because it's like 
you know, there's no other help. You know, it's just yeah, him and raising his kids in his, kid. in his shack. Um, yeah. So, like, you know, they, it's like, oh, they have happy fun times. Look, they're spraying themselves with the hoses. And he, you know, tells them all these super positive, like, oh, you're going to change the world one day, kid. You know, all these, like, you know, I'm being the best dad ever and you're going to be special. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the the Friday the 13th asshole teenagers roll into town with their dirt bikes and are just like, yeah, we're going to a cabin and fuck authority and look at these fucking ragamuffin bumpkins out here and yeah you know just like the the typical like you know city invader like well the one thing that the super asshole of the teenagers says that man everyone reacts to it and i'm just like so uh he looks at this kid and is like man check out the coke bottle glasses on this kid and people who are with him are like Oh dear God! I can't believe you've said that out loud yeah. to that child. Like, like, like everyone wait, acts what? like he, he just got out of the car. And like, check out this fucking orphan over here with a dead mom and shit. And it's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like that's the way everyone reacts. Like, well, how the how yes. fucking dare you? Because it's very clearly established that there's like, it's it's three couples. You've got you've got asshole like. I don't know, champion motocross dude. If that was a thing at the time, I don't know. I don't know. I let me let me counter the thing that you were saying about how much you enjoy the production design with uh-huh. this by me saying that I think the everything involving the kids in this movie is just edited all to hell, and there's there's just there's no establishing anything for these characters. It oh, is no. just here's some fodder. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm. Like when it was over, I was like, wasn't there another? I guess not. I don't. Maybe there was a, this guy. I, I don't know what happened to him anyway. I don't know. I don't know anyone's name. I don't know. Like, it's just it is established that there's one guy who's king asshole mm-hmm. and they other characters even talk about him. Like, I can't stand him. It's like, why are you here? Well, yeah. So the 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 dynamics are is there is whatever motocross guy, his bimbo girlfriend who is just gonna do and go with whatever he says for the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. basically like disapprovingly, yeah. but we'll just be like, oh god, yeah, Mario, I can't believe you're doing this, whatever his name is. But then he's got. But his he's gr- also like, hey, give me a beer while they're driving, and she's like, okay, here you go. It's like, sure. what? N- no. Yeah, she, she she's obviously attracted to his bad boy, whatever, and it's just like, sure. oh, I hate him, but I love him, you know, like that yeah. archetype, whatever. And then you got. <laughs> his younger brother who's like the disapproving enabler because he's just like oh god he, he you just got to really get to know him he's re- he, he looks like an asshole but he's really a good guy underneath and everyone's like i don't know and he's, I know, he's i've never seen it he's he's got a girlfriend that is just going to be the one who goes immediately catatonic for the rest of the movie and because it, it's just like when the bad thing happens she's just immediately like oh god i'm checked out like i'm useless right. baggage for the rest of the movie basically yep and then then you've got the pair that i they're the ones i don't understand why they're involved in this because you've got the nerdy clean cut dude you know and and the the plucky gal reporter attitude mm-hmm. you know i don't i don't no idea what her actual job is but she seems to be writing about this dude maybe like whatever is motocross exploits are that seems to be like maybe why they're there but they're also Photo like journalist lady, also like maybe. maybe kind of not a couple and like he's clearly into her and she's maybe into him but also just like i gotta be nice and step up and do what's right you know it's just that final yeah. girl you know archetype basically you know like i'm just saying like if you see yeah. one of these movies it's like oh yep okay here's your final girl she's the good one in this 
group of assholes. The other guy, maybe, you know, like, but, but like all of this is pure conjecture on our parts because the movie sure. doesn't tell oh, you any oh, no, of this. No, 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 like, no. I'm the just movie saying, is just like, here's six, t- here's six kids. Yeah. And they just, you know, they roll into town or just like, all right, last stop. You know, we get a few seconds of them driving on the road. It's like, yeah, it's 15 miles more to the cabin. And like, then they get to Harley's grocery, which is like the last place to get anything. So they're like shopping and, you know, hey, kid. And, you know, and, you know, we're like, the one guy's like, oh, kids got glasses, huh? And everyone's like, oh, you fucking asshole. He's like, whatever, we're going to take my BMX and go scooting off to the cabin. I'm not going to wait for you, chodes. You know? <laughs> I don't know. It's basically saying, he's like, man, check out these hills. I can't not jump these hills. Right. I got to go now, and, now. And it's now. weird because, like, like um, the <laughs> it. I thought he said, I'm going to go ahead to the cabin. Fuck you guys. You know, do whatever. I'm not going to wait for you. But, like, that I, I swear to God, that's almost the words that came out of his mouth but then there's this, then there's a 5.1 mix that if you've got it hooked up the entire time like they're conversing with lance hendrickson the one girl's being nice to the jerry Maguire kid and then the hillbillies roll up there's just bmx noises all yeah. in the background mix so i don't know if you had 5.1 going for this but it's just yeah. like you're trying to watch the scene and it's like <laughs> It's like, did he leave or not? Is he just fucking stunting around outside? No, they're <laughs> like, just they're they're which, just stunting around. Which is clearly what he's doing. doing. It finally cuts to it, like, oh yes, they are stunting outside. But there's a good like two minutes where I'm pretty sure he said, "I'm going to the cabin, screw you guys." And then it's just like there's like two minutes of BMX noise or not BMX, but you know like dirt bike noises dirt bike. in the back. Yeah, in the background, I'm like, did he leave or not? Yeah. <laughs> because then Buck Flower and his like hillbilly children roll up in the you know Beverly Hillbillies truck, and then all the kids get out and just start like kind of being assholes like they're like oh steal the the ball that because also um jerry mcguire kid has a benji dog you know just like a you know fluffy family it's bigger than benji but it's a you know, it's, it's, it's a, literally the dog from gremlins it's oh, the same it? oh okay it's the same dog yeah so, so i'm just saying it's a big fluffy friendly <laughs> yeah, lab it's just retriever a muff, thing, you know, uh, yeah, you know just, a, just a, dog. a tiger yeah, from brady bunch basically yeah <laughs> whatever happened to that dog um but yeah uh, it's dead now yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs> but like so they're like kind of an asshole for a second and then they like like start or the one kid tries to steal the ball and like stick it in his pocket and they're like ah pumpkin head's gonna kill him kill you and they're just doing a nursery rhyme thing around this one kid while lance hendrickson and their dad can hear it inside and they're just like yeah he's getting like nom flashbacks about having seen pumpkin head <laughs> as, a, as a kid until the right. one uh final girl is just like stop it stop being mean you know like he mm-hmm. gets it you scared him okay and then uh, Buck Flower's like, all right, where's my seed? And he's like, oh, I, I forgot it. It's at the house. Like, oh, shit. He's like, I ain't got time to wait. And he's like, I'll tell you what. I will go to my house, get it, and take it to your house. He's like, better be today. <laughs> and so, like, you know, the kids the kids finally dirt bike off or, you know, seem to have dirt biked off. And the hillbillies drive away. And then Lance Hendrickson's like, okay, Jerry Maguire kid, you stay at the store by yourself, even though you're like three. I'm going to hop in the, in the truck, go get the feed and take it to Buck Flower and you'll yeah. be fine. Um, so the kids didn't really leave. I don't know if like, no, they like, didn't. I don't they, know if they're like, just hanging out. Well, there. they were like they were like leaving the store like, OK, we're going to be on our way. But they just kind of right. hang out for a little while longer because the two of them are still stunting around on their dirt bikes. And yeah. then the dog runs off, like, chasing the dirt bikes, and then the kid runs off chasing the dog, and anyway, like, they end up stunting over a hill, and one of them hits the kid, It like, somehow, like, hits him, and then they're just like, he just oh. He just jumps over a hill, can't see him, and yeah. lands on him, basically. Yeah. And they're like, oh, fuck me, the kid, man, oh, God, and, like, half of them are like, oh, my God, get an ambulance, oh, there's no phone in the shithole 
produce place. Like, there's one in the cabin. We should go get it. And yeah. the other guy's like, I'm fucking out of here, man. I got priors. <laughs> I got warrants. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. And his brother's like, hey, man, no, you got to do the right thing. And he's like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. And then I've he's just drinking. like, everybody go to a phone. I'm going to stay with the kid. Yeah. And so Lance Henriksen, I, I guess he went and got the feed first and then was going to go take him to the to Buck Flowers place, but then like stops back at the place. I, I assume to get the kid. I don't, you Probably. know, I, I assume their house is like two minutes away. Cause like all this happens at a very fast time span. Like they all have right. just enough time to freak out and go like, Oh my God, find a phone. How do we get, you know, civilization out here to save the kid. Uh-huh. Um, and then Lance Henriksen basically comes back and is like, doesn't say a word. Just like goes out, scoops his kid up and like shoots the guy. Like I'll kill you. Look. And then takes the kid home. And like the kid wakes up just long enough to go like dad and then dies. And yeah. then he just like oh, so, so diff- different kind of movie. I'm mean, just saying like this is not like how the plot of most of these movies would play out like at all. Like this no, is a no, no, no. This is a very unique uh, plot setup for one of these kind of things. So the yeah. kid's dead, and so he wraps him in like a blanket and drives over to Buck Flowers' house and and is like, I need to speak to your grandpa because like you know there's just like dirt people all around here <laughs> just like i mean these are like true like fucking like jaw was there yes <laughs> might as well be i mean literally like they just clearly yeah, have a collection of like whatever scrap they found everywhere and you know just they're all just you know osh kosh bagosh dirt people you know i'm just saying they're all like wearing or- or overalls and stuff <laughs> yeah Look, I mean, Chuck, I mean, we're pretty safe in making fun of like extreme hillbillies like this. They don't tend to have internet or listen to podcasts or don't need oh, to patronize. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm not worried we're going to lose like one patron. <laughs> Look, like, I, hey, <laughs> I'm just trying to set up that like there are people that live in the sticks and like, sure. you know, still have electricity and, and produce you know, like work on a farm. I am not talking about people that live out in the middle of nowhere. I'm talking about people that are like literally dirt people, like, like, like literally like. <laughs> You know, I don't like there is no visible way they are making money. Like, it's just they right. live in a hovel and it's like collect scrap. I don't know what they're doing. They, they obviously have animals somewhere because if they're buying feed. So I, I don't know. I'm just saying these are as poor of people as you can find in the United States in this day and time. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so like he's just like, look, I know obviously you're dirt people. Tell me about your dirt people voodoo. Tell me where the old lady is. <laughs> and Buck Flower's like, nah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. You know, not going to happen. <laughs> and so they, they've got, he's got the one, um, like barely a teenager still kid. Like there yeah. is like his, his little, uh, dirty Bonaducci because like, like <laughs> 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 I'm just saying he's got this one like ginger kid who's just like he was the one leading the other kids and like taunting the the the, the weeest one of all of them like about pumpkin head coming to kill him and then he's like, so, like a street urchin newsy kid who's just like you know yeah Sir, you're looking for that uh <laughs> yes, he's, voodoo lady, from Maine. Huh? yeah yeah <laughs> yes they're 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 from right in Maine like hey I'll take her to the voodoo lady <laughs> yeah <laughs> ground sour <laughs> So that was my yeah. granddad's underpants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he just like, he catches Lance Henriksen like about to leave their property. And he's like, hey, I, I know who you're talking about. Like, what do you what do you got in trade? I'll, I'll take you there. And Or no, he doesn't actually offer to take him there. Lance Henriksen's like, I'll give you 10 bucks and then maybe another 10 bucks because you're coming with me. Like, take me yeah. to the voodoo lady shaking that stick and driving me crazy. Um, <laughs> but, 
He's like, nah, I'll take it halfway. Yeah, he's like, uh, you know, because he's like banging on the truck, like, stop, stop. Like the very next scene, he's like, clearly taking him into like gnarled Woods Avenue because it's just like, you know, like <laughs> we're going to see the witch, you know, like, so he's like, stop. And then like hauls ass home from here and Lance Hendrickson drives the rest of the way. And then it's welcome to the witch's house, which like I said, this, this, this whole sequence is cool as hell as far as like set decoration stuff. Like, like I said, the gnarled woods and all that, it's like, it's clearly like you're, it's just, it's neat because it's like you're still stepping into a realm of evil. And this movie doesn't necessarily let it breathe like it should. Like, I mean, I feel like there's a fine line between like, all right, get to it. Video style, video store editing like this has. And the, like this should have had a more ominous, like the March to the pet cemetery thing. Like, you know, like this should have been like, Oh shit, I might want to reconsider this a couple times (laughs) before I get there. But right. Eventually gets to the old crone's house and, you know, walks in like carrying his dead son basically all wrapped in a blanket and then it begins like who are you well i can't save him but you know yada yada like we can do we can exact revenge if you want to he's like you know basically he's like he's it's interesting like has gone like full zombified he's just like uh whatever i will do or say whatever so yeah it's almost like he's in a trance from this yeah. part of the movie on. Yeah, because like she's like, all right, well, you got to go to the special cemetery and dig up something. You'll know the grave when you get there. Take this shovel, go. And yeah, it's it's kind of Pet cemetery esque from here because it's just like, all right, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to have a couple second thoughts, but I'm still going to do it. And basically, it's this crazy ass graveyard. It's like a pumpkin patch, but it's got this one raised section, like a little like dirt plateau in the middle. It's it's yeah. weird. Um but he has to climb up there, digs, and it's like this maggot-infested husk, like, dead body, like... It looks like a aborted monster baby, basically, buried, you know, because it's all, like, not fully well, she formed. Well, like, she does say this area is where they just would stick kids who were, you know, deformed and, right. and you know... Yeah, yeah. People didn't want, so this is this is where they went. So, yeah, they, they she, he just... He uncovers this thing, basically, yeah. this, this weird husk of a weird thing and yeah. has to bring it back mm-hmm. and she does things like okay now i gotta cut your hand now i gotta cut the kid's hand need the blood here put the blood in there and yeah and, and oh and it should be noted because like we saw Pumpkinhead in the flashback sequence like it this right. is not one of those movies where it's like oh what is this thing going to look like they're like this is stan winston he's like check out this shit i made right away you know like, yeah so like yeah. that's a little bit of a disservice if you're into the spielbergian like you know let the let the tension build kind of thing because it doesn't do that sure. it's like I mean, I mean they don't show you much of it at the beginning but no, like if you've seen no. the poster and <laughs> yes i mean i mean you just... it, it should be said because i mean because we've already seen it and it's about to resurrect too as soon as she does the blood ritual thing it starts like growing and lance hendrickson's like oh god i feel sick to my stomach and eventually just like keels over while yeah. this thing like finishes rising and growing and he does this like pratfall right behind her as she's doing her spooky <laughs> stuff and it's such kind of a goofy moment and it just it's another one of those like I don't think they're filming or editing this right because that's just the oddest bit of just like Lay, and then he just <laughs> he does he feel he looks like he has like a, a, a spout of the vapors to like come over him and she's like oh pumpkin head <laughs> like, yeah. it's not midnight yet <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it just yeah kills over but I, when this thing like fully forms and now it's like oh now we can clearly see this thing I mean we're going to see it a lot more for the rest of the movie but it's a mix between the predator or the alien more than the predator sorry it's, I, yeah. the xenomorph and Mewtwo 
from Pokemon. Like I know mm-hmm. it didn't exist, but right. like th- this thing was clearly like whoever was designing Mewtwo for Pokemon was like, have you seen Pumpkinhead? Pumpkinhead was cool. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like there's a shot of it up in the tree. I'm like, that's fucking Mewtwo up in the tree. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> yeah. like, and that's about to happen in a, in a bit. But yes, this thing comes to life. Lance Henriksen's like, oh, the vapors and sort of like, you know, passes out on this witch's floor, which is not a great idea because I mean, like they have established you probably don't want to sit or touch anything in this place. There's no, like, because there's there's tarantulas everywhere, yeah. and like Rats. he had to put like a bunch of pieces of silver in a cauldron. He's like, this is all I got, mm-hmm. and there's bugs crawling everywhere, and snakes, and you know, there's an owl just hanging out in there. Yep, <laughs> going. Who um, are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. one, um, two, three, pumpkin heads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's weird because like so he, I, I I do like that when he eventually wakes up from his little uh, vapor spell and Pumpkinhead's disappeared off to murder the city folk. Um, mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. he just kind of wakes up and then like comes to and she's like, "You can leave now." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you. Can, I just I like her dismissive. Like you can get the fuck out now. Like <laughs> you slept on my floor now. Go. I I do like the way she continually says his name. Mm-hmm. Like, she just punctuates every sentence with, well, what did you expect, Ed Harley? You well, know? It's unfortunate that his name is Ed Harley, and it's too close to Ed Hardy, because, like, every time yeah. she said it, I was like, she's like, what, what kind of clothes are you wearing, Ed Hardy? <laughs> yeah. 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 What's with the um, skulls? Are you a Punisher fan, Ed Hardy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Pumpkinhead is like, okay. Yeah, I, I got a job to do <laughs> and just basically goes straight to the cabin and is just like, hey, kids, <laughs> hey, kids, pumpkin heads here. There's been there's been a bit of a brouhaha here because um, the, yeah, the, 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 the plucky, the plucky girl reporter arrived and was like, why is nobody called the police? And then like goes to call the police and then dickhead Johnny the cord out of the rips the cord out of the wall. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then basically like locks her and the other smart nice kid in the closet, yeah. like you know, throws them in like after, the coat after closet. beating him with a yeah. log. Yeah, uh, it does seem like he maybe kills the guy with a log. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, no, locks them in a closet, and then people just keep coming in. And it's like, hey, what's the deal? Where's the cops? And it's just like this guy doesn't want to call him, and they're like, okay, oh you. <laughs> I guess he's really a good guy. And then like his younger brother's like, look, I'll go. I'll tell the police I did it. And they'll, they won't do anything to me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no brother of mine's going to take the rap for me. And he's like, <laughs> no well, brother. then you do it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm not doing it either. And then at some point he's just like, well, time to, time to pay the piper. I guess I got to go do it. And it's like, why, why did that happen? Like, I, it's just, it's just part of this movie's weird thing with these kids, which is just like, they are just there. Um, yeah, and also like the the leader guy who's been nothing but an asshole is going to have a sudden like uh, face turn, sort of like, and everyone's just like, "All right, you're a good guy now." It's it's the weirdest like, "I'm so sorry, man." Like everyone's just like immediately on board with like, "Hey, it's okay that you know yeah. you did all the terrible things you've done," but right, but murder anyway, the like, kid, I, try I, to murder us. <laughs> uh, does it? Who does it murder first? Oh, it murders the catatonic girl first, right? Because right. like she. She just eventually is like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm messed up. I'm just gonna walk out the door." And then like, 
It's Steve, Steve is the younger brother. I remember only because it's like really funny because they're running around yelling Steve a lot, and of course I'm they, going they Steve. do say Steve a lot. You know, like <laughs> at a certain point, I was just joining in like, "Where's Steve? <laughs> Steve, <laughs> want to make an Eiffel Tower, Steve?" Uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah. So like, Steve runs out after her because she's just like, "Whatever, gonna walk now." Because she's just been like catatonic on the couch, and until all of a sudden she's just like, "Boop!" and like r- runs out the door, and then he's like, "Oh, I guess I gotta go get her." Um, yeah. And then Pumpkinhead's just like waiting to like murder them in the trees or whatever because. Uh, I think it murders her first. Is she the one that gets taken up to the, like the very tall tree? No, that's a uh, that's no, that's the douchebag. girlfriend. Yeah, douchebag guy's girlfriend. But yeah, yeah. that this girl's the one that Pumpkinhead takes her face and mm-hmm. shoves it into the window. Yeah, it's just like, huh? Check this out, and then just pushes her head through the window. Like, ha ha. Yeah, I'm out here. <laughs> yeah, that's real funny. Because yeah, like Pumpkinhead is. Again, the backstory from the 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 witch is basically that he's a demon, uh, you know, uh-huh. but he's one that can like exact your vengeance, uh, but, but at a price. But also, like <laughs> Pumpkinhead's got a sense of humor with his kill style. Like, you know, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's, it's he's not above just like you know he likes to have fun with his job. Like, you know, like, yeah, we like to have fun here. Work. You know, like you know, we work hard, we party hard. Uh, you know, uh, it's just it's just what we do here at Pumpkinhead Inc. Uh, Hope uh-huh. he can fit in, because um, yeah, he he likes to have fun with his job. Because yeah, he he takes uh Wendy or whatever the fuck her name is, and like after he's more or less murdered, is just like on the on the window, like scrunching <laughs> right. her face, and then it's just like push through. Now you're all the way dead. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah so then, okay, two things. One, so Pumpkinhead and Lance Henriksen are psychically linked mm-hmm. somehow. Like yes. Lance Henriksen is like the voodoo doll to Pumpkinhead, basically. If something happens to Lance Henriksen, Pumpkinhead goes, hey, ow. Um, so there's that going on. And like he drives like a quarter of a mile home and realizes something's up and immediately drives back to the witch's house and just like, ah, not like this. Well, <laughs> yeah. he, 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 well she, I immediately she, regret this decision. She, so he she does the, all right, you can get the fuck out now. And then he's like, all right, cool. And stumbles home and is kind of like driving like he's drunk, like just right away. And then or gets passing home. out. Yeah. yeah. Or like almost about to. And I think he almost runs into a car or whatever. But it's like, right. He gets home. <laughs> he gets home and it's just like, well, you know. Oh, he starts to bury his kid. That's what it is. Like, he's, like, digging the hole. Like, yeah. he's talking to his dead wife and is like, real sorry, I, you know, murder our kid, too. Um, <laughs> and then, like, he gets his first, like, Pumpkinhead's murdering the girl. And he's, like, seeing it slash experiencing it. And then, like, yeah. don't know if he ever finished burying his kid or not. But he just kind of, like, had a spell in the in the in their homemade cemetery. And then... <laughs> drove back to the witch and is like the fuck and we, we need to stop this and he's like too late now like <laughs> it's gotta run its course Ed yeah. Harley <laughs> yeah she's giving him shit the whole time he's like what you thought it would be easy <laughs> yeah why do you have tribal tattoos on your t-shirt Ed Hardy yeah <laughs> because <laughs> I would have said yeah I would have thought it would have been easy if I just summon this demon and it does my bidding that's mm-hmm. you know that's what demons are for. <laughs> yeah. Don't mm-hmm. make this a cautionary tale. <laughs> Murder them kids. <laughs> and then let me go about my business. <laughs> Legends are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> you should be able to summon a pumpkin head <laughs> and have it do your bidding without mm-hmm. anything happening to you. <laughs> should you check? Like, <laughs> yes. Uh... I am. I firmly believe that you should be able to summon a pumpkin head to right some wrongs and then... <laughs> everything's fine <laughs> well i'm i'm sorry i'm gonna to have to disagree with you there i mean you can run on the pumpkin platform but i'm gonna to have to i'm gonna to have to say you're out of your gourd <laughs> uh, you've got problems in your melon 
<sighs> yeah. Whichever it is. I can't remember if a pumpkin's a gourd or a melon. So. It's a gourd. <laughs> I think it's, it's a, a gourd. gourd. Yeah, because it goes yes. above the ground. Good. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we say gourd and melon are interchangeable for head. So, you know, there's that. Right. So, so everyone yes. else must be pretty confused as to the difference between the two. <laughs> that does make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, you didn't know you're going to learn things on on today's extra. That no oh. differences between gourds and and melons. We're here to educate you. Yeah, it's Harley. <laughs> it's Harley. Um. Okay. So Pumpkinhead himself, uh-huh. like you, you started talking about, like it's a mix between the alien and Mewtwo, which mm-hmm. is accurate. Yep. But okay. It, but it's got like, is... it's 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 xenomorph, but it's got like an expressive mouth because it can kind of like yes. go hee hee hee. Look at the shit I'm doing. Like kind of expression. Right. It's it's got a snarl and a and a smile and it's a, it's a very expressive headpiece that they've got on this thing. Also, it's it's worth maybe spoiling. It's slowly yeah. but surely changing to look more like Lance Hendrickson yes. over the course of the movie. So it yes. grows. It it starts with a little bit of an expressive face and gets more of one as the movie goes on. Like that's right. a very cool subtle thing until it's like totally revealed of like, huh? If you didn't catch it before, look, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. So this thing is fucking rad. Like everything about the, the 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 way it's presented, the way it's shot, the way it's shown on film, it is fucking rad. It is one of the coolest movie monsters of the last 30 years. I I I firmly believe that. Mm-hmm. Um it it's there are so many like cool moments with this thing like when it just kind of peeks in around a door like when they're in the cabin and it's just like, "Hi, I'm here." And it's like, "Whoa." It's it's all very rad, but the thing about it, and this may be because Stan Winston directed it and was more in love with the effects than than filmmaking in general, mm-hmm. is that so everything about Pumpkinhead is cool, and like the things Pumpkinhead is doing all throughout this movie are very very cool. But as far as like a horror suspense kind of thing, there's none of that. There's oh, there's no. no even attempts at scares at any kind. It's just like Pumpkinhead's here and he's going to do some shit. And well, you're like, there oh, are a couple, that's a shame. Like, he, he does walk by a window where no one sees him one time. And that's yeah. kind of a like, oh, shit. Like, I know Pumpkinhead is here. They don't know Pumpkinhead <laughs> right. is here. So you're, yeah, you're but, about, get, about to get Pumpkinheaded. Yeah, but like as far as like a suspense kind of thing goes, this movie is not that. It is no. just like, here's the thing. And it's going to do some horror-related killing but it's never going to be like a jump scare or like oh no th- like there's no there's no cat scare in this there's no like no. oh what's that in the bushes is it pumpkinhead no it's a raccoon i mean it, you know uh, <laughs> short of like he does um he does drop people or pick people up from like up above sort of yeah. off screen that's like the only sort of off screen like haha pumpkinhead surprised you kind of thing cuz right um but like usually they spot him before it happens like the like as i was alluding to this is again a later kill, but there is a part where he goes all the way up this like tall pine tree and has uh, the girlfriend like by the head and it's just like mm-hmm. drop and you know onto a rock <laughs> until she like breaks the wrong way. But you know, like, yeah, but they, but like that c- could have been shot differently. That like she just came flying out of the air, hit the rock in front of them, and then you look up and go, Oh shit, pumpkin heads up in the tree. But like someone is just walking along, like, look, and you know, like sees them up there and directs your attention to it's like you know you two up in the tree dropping the lady you know <laughs> common common turns of phrase that everyone says on a daily basis uh. yo these lyrics are dope <laughs> <laughs> yo check out my mixtape Mew two <laughs> my new mixtape's called Mew three uh <laughs> 
It's yeah, like but, a it's like a mix between Run the Jewels and uh, I don't know Mikos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, so basically, the the gist of this movie from this point on is like Pumpkinhead's trying to kill the kids because that's what Pumpkinhead is supposed to be doing. Uh-huh. Uh, Lance Hendrickson has decided, no, I'm not going to allow this to happen, and will periodically show up to kind of shoot at Pumpkinhead or do things. He's still like, he's still pissed at the kids. Like every time he encounters the kids, he's just like, "You killed my boy," but it's just like, I ain't going to let Pumpkinhead do shit. So. Mm-hmm. It's just this weird dynamic of he shows up, I'm going to kill Pumpkinhead, but Pumpkinhead makes me feel queasy and weird, and I'm going to fall around and, you know, like there's an earthquake, but it's only affecting me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and so that's the rest of the movie, basically, is just like, got to get away from Pumpkinhead. Let's go bang on all the doors in the holler, and maybe someone will let us in, and they don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because everyone in, the, in, in Dirt Town here knows that, like, if when Pumpkinhead is out, Pumpkinhead is on a mission to murder the wronged and will murder. The only reason you're going to get murdered is if you get in the way. So right. they're all just like, lock the doors, stay the fuck out of Pumpkinhead's way and let it yeah. do its thing because there's no yeah, stopping it. Yeah, it'll be it. fine. It's, well, not which, that they're going to be which, fine, but it's like there's no sense in trying to stop it because it's an unstoppable demon force. So right. protect your but own, that's, you know. I, again, I, I like the the code of D- of pumpkin head, which is basically like, I've got a job to do. Mm-hmm. Just stay out of my way and you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got to meet yeah. my quota. Um, yeah. Boss is all over my ass, you know, but yeah, yeah we, we like it here. There's good benefits. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I, get, if I want to get pedantic about like how the Friday the 13th and nightmare on Elm street movies went wrong was that basically those movies had a mission, which was that these things are out for revenge. Mm-hmm. But then eventually it was just like, nah, it's just whoever. You know, if you're here, fuck you. (laughs) So that's not what Pumpkinhead's all about. Pumpkinhead has a job to do. Mm -hmm. Stay out of his way. You'll be fine. Yeah. So. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Yeah. It's just a supernatural supernatural hitman. You know, he's got a code. He lives. He has a code. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I I like a demon with a code. Not so much the no women, no kids, because clearly (laughs) he was going to do both (laughs) and Uh did. Uh, Yep. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, Pumpkinhead kills the kids. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, but like, like I said, asshole Johnny or whatever his name is has a turn. <laughs> like, his his redemption starts because like he's sort of like, no, this is wrong. I shouldn't have them locked up, and we're just gonna have to come clean. And like, so he lets them out, and they're immediately like, unlike having the reaction of like, how fucking dare you lock us in a broom closet? They're just like. All right, because like Pumpkinhead is like simultaneously showing up and doing the right. thing with the lady's face on the window, so yeah. like they they don't really have time to get mad at asshole Johnny before it's like oh shit Pumpkinhead, um, <laughs> but like they're they're immediately like kind of on team asshole Johnny again. Like it's like well we've got to survive, and you know there's no whatever happened before killing kids on dirt bikes and all this that doesn't matter. Now we got to run from Pumpkinhead. So yeah, they all get picked off one by one, and you know asshole Johnny's like I gotta find Steve and that's where they all run around looking for Steve for a little while and uh, they find Steve but Steve's basically dead like they they drag him back to the house but I think he's already dead like I don't think he was ever alive when they brought him back there because he's pretty fucked up at that point but Pumpkinhead has a lot of fun murdering him he he goes yeah there's a lot of like he's enjoying his job (laughs) his work a little bit too much with Steve there yeah Uh, yeah yeah, he has a lot of fun with Steve he's, for he's, whatever reason. He's less doing an Eiffel Tower and more a Tower of London on Steve. Mm-hmm, uh, so, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like he fucks him up to the point, like, when Lance Henderson shows up at the cabin, like, he's investigating, trying to track down Pumpkinhead. He pulls back the sheet to look at Steve, and it's just like, 
oh good god yeah <laughs> i have to stop Pumpkinhead. head well, i was also right. like the only one he kind of sort of had the you know anger interaction with because he stayed behind to sit with his kid you know and so yes. like he, when he saw the fucked up thing he, that's where he kind of had the oh god what have i done you know right. moment and then you know <laughs> yeah it's 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 separate the kids murder one of the kids then the other kids freak out and run so like at, at a certain point it's like it's asshole johnny and the two good kids which is my, my favorite, my favorite <laughs> man band. yeah that's that's my favorite hardy boys mystery <laughs> <laughs> yeah the hardy boys that's in the case of asshole johnny they're the two good kids <laughs> Oh, we better call yeah. Nancy Drew in for this one. <laughs> <laughs> the gang's all here. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know why they talk like that at all. Uh, but yeah, so like, but at this point, like they're hugging it out and stuff. Like asshole Jenny's like, oh man, I can't believe this is my girl's got dead. My brother's dead. Get oh, freaking out. And so like, you know, like there's no reason for them to have this like reconciliation moment that they do other than they're just like, we're all going to die, man. You know, but right. It, then asshole Johnny gets murdered too. So like it sounded like the yeah two- because like Lance Henderson has shown up and shot Pumpkinhead mm-hmm. and they're like he's dead. Yeah. He, look he's dead and he goes up to him and shoots Pumpkinhead in the head and is just like he ain't getting up. Yeah. And then Pumpkinhead's like blah <laughs> and stabs him with his shotgun. <laughs> yes. Yes. He does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then just kind of lifts him up and is just like hey check this out. <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I yeah. think it was a hunting rifle but yes he gets stabbed sure. by a gun. He, yes. <laughs> You know, he, he he brought a gun to a knife fight, <laughs> quite literally. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, uh, then he, they then pick he beats up, up the newsy kid the, along the way. Yeah. They, they beat up. They pick up Dirty Bonaducci along the way because he's like, you know, like, I, no one's going to save you, but I will. So, like, come on, I'll take you to this old church and it's hollowed ground and we'll be fine there. And then Pumpkinhead shows up and is like, fuck all that. And actually, like, <laughs> takes some extra time to pick up the, like... This, this place clearly, like, had a fire or something, like, happened yes, at this church. Yes, it is, it and, is a burned-out you know, church. And so, like, he just picks up, like, the old burned-out crucifix and is like, well, actually, just just to show you how little effect this has to me, I will actually use it to <laughs> bash a pumpkin head size hole in the back of the church so I can follow you. Um, right. Yeah, it's just, it's a weird moment of, like, ha-ha, like, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's it's a, it's a it's just a weird, like, atheist moment in a, in a demon-powered movie because it's just sort of like, yeah, well, so what? Demons got more power than burned out houses of god i guess i don't know it's uh-huh. it's just a it's a weird stance to take in a movie where it's like you know you're 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 clearly unless it's like like i said it's like it's not the the modern concept of heaven and hell it's this like more ancient demon that it's just like haha yeah. your your man-made religions will have no effect on me because i'm <laughs> i am a thing an elder god you know like right i don't exactly. know but whatever um but yes yeah, yeah. so, so anyway like he eventually like catches up to them because like they're they're just like ha ah, you can't get his pumpkin until he's like oh yeah i can i'm coming on in and they're like shit <laughs> fucking cheese it <laughs> and so um but anyway like he he ends up like catching the good guy one of the good kids not dirty bonaduce or the girl it's like he picks up the other dude and just like plays with him like a cat for a while he's just like he fucks yeah. him up but doesn't kill him <laughs> he's just like like steps like, on his spine at oh, one yeah. point. Yeah, because like he's uh, he's crawling like, oh, I think I see a gun, and then Pumpkinhead's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But then, yeah, they. Uh, where do they well, end up? I think they end up like getting, getting somehow. Oh, Lance Hendrickson like pulls up in the truck and like, quick, get in, and like they take he takes him back to the, his house because it was shown in this really unrelated scene earlier where like he was. Uh, flamethrowing some of his crop i guess you yeah. know like like 
he I mean, had a bur- bush and he was yeah. setting it on fire. <laughs> you know, it's b- biblical stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, no, it's just like clearly the stuff, the produce at his at his place is he's growing it. But like b- burning old crops is part of farming. You know, it's just he mm-hmm. he has a fucking like. Uh, World War or a Vietnam <laughs> flamethrower, basically. <laughs> like, yeah, they basically know. established he's got a flamethrower. Yeah, so like he's just like gearing up his flamethrower and is like, I'm going to take care of this pumpkinhead thing once and once and for all. And of course, pumpkinhead shows up, still dragging his not dead <laughs> friend, and then and then you know he's strapping up to go outside and fight uh, pumpkinhead with the flamethrower. But of course, he you know his psychic connections like, oh, I can't actually, and yeah. then. He turns all demon-fied, and at this point, well, it's, it's gets, clearly he, like... His flamethrower gets hooked on a pitchfork, which oh, yes. lands his shoulder into it, which hurts Pumpkinhead. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. So, But like, the, the final girl picks up the flamethrower packet at some point and is flamethrowing Pumpkinhead, who, like I said, at this point, it's clearly like, oh, look, he has Lance Hendrickson's face, and Lance yeah. Hendrickson is turning more demon-y, so in yeah. case you get weren't it? picking up on that... But yeah. she's trying to flamethrower a pumpkin head, and Pumpkinhead is just like, nah, it's like a yeah. sauna. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> right. Yeah, and Lance Henriksen runs back into the barn and basically just shoots himself in the head. Yes. Yeah. He's like, well, time to end this, blam. And then staggers out like, ow. <laughs> like, oh, I've been shot in the head. Because the way he was holding it looks like he was just going to graze his head like mm-hmm. an idiot. But no, when he wanders out, he's clearly got a bullet-sized hole in his dome. Uh, and, you know, comes out and collapses, and then Pumpkinhead collapses. Mm-hmm. But then Lance Henriksen starts moving, and Pumpkinhead starts moving. So they're like, uh, what the shit? So Well, she- well, well Lance Henriksen does like the, oh, God, I shot myself in the head. I am barely alive. But Pumpkinhead is just like, if you're alive at all, I'm 100%. Like, it, yeah. you know, it's it's a weird dynamic because, like, he comes up like the, oh, I can't move. <laughs> I, I should be dead, but I'm not. And then right. Pumpkinhead's just like, oh, hey, I'm awake. Let's murder again. And uh-huh. so she has to grab the gun, shoot him. And then it's it's the weirdest, like, it's the weirdest <laughs> ending because, like, the, you know, Pumpkinhead is now clearly dead, dead. Lance Henderson is clearly dead, dead. The the final girl, the final guy, and, and Dirty Bonaducci are all, like, uncomfortably close to the Pumpkinhead remains. And then yes. it just goes... <laughs> yes, <laughs> it just ignites. <laughs> yeah, and it's like this, everyone's kind of like uncomfortably close to it, and it was like for a second I was like, oh, I wonder if it was like alien, and they didn't tell it was going to spontaneous. And then I was like, <laughs> no, Lance Henriksen's supposed to be dead, and they had to have tell him, or else he would have gone fuck, <laughs> like <and laughs> right. jumped, and like ruined the take because yeah, you got to like make another pumpkinhead suit to ignite. Um, but yeah, no, like they clearly had to tell their actors because they were like uncomfortably close to this thing that was going to just ignite. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they just kind of watch it burn and uh then there's like a little coda scene where the witch is back on the in the pumpkin uh thing burying uh another uh baby aborted pumpkin head baby husk thing and back into the hole but it's it's got the little it's it's got the thing that his jerry Maguire kid made him for his birthday which we didn't mention earlier but he made him this little like clay necklace thing right yeah but yep. it's wearing that, and it's like, dun-dun-dun, it's Lance Henderson. Yeah, the implication is that basically, like, if you summon Pumpkinhead, when Pumpkinhead's done, you're, you're also next, done, yeah. and then you become the husk that mm-hmm. is buried for the next time. Yeah, uh, until you get burned at the end, I guess, you know, sure. <laughs> that that will be your release. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't seem like they've summoned Pumpkinhead too often, because it was like 30-something, you're like 30 years between yeah. the last time and this time, so... Everything had been fine for 30 years, and then yeah. fucking city kids show up, and 
with their fucking dirt bikes. I, I kept thinking, like, okay, the dirt bikes are going to play into this finale. No. <laughs> oh, we didn't even mention, like, Pumpkinhead fucks up all of their vehicles. Like, a oh, lot. Oh, yeah. Like, he pulls like, the chain off one and just dangles it in front of one kid, like, well, ha <laughs> Wait, he... Does he... He murders somebody on the dirt... Or no. He, it's it's the, the guy who's... It's the young Clark Kent kid he gets on the dirt bike and tries to get away but the chain is off right and Pumpkinhead just kind Picks of the entire grabs bike. the bike and just lifts it up and it's there's like seven times you think that guy is dead yeah. because Pumpkinhead has done some horrific thing to him but amazingly he's still alive at the end but yeah that he picks him up while he's on that bike and just mm-hmm. you know chucks him into the woods yep. um, there's a shot towards the end of this when uh the dirty Bonatucci kid is hiding in a in a shed or something it's it's all one shot. It's not cut in any way. Pumpkinhead just kind of enters the room and throws back this curtain and whips its head around and just snarls at the kid. Mm-hmm. And it is such a oh, well he's hi- done. He's, he's hiding in a closet and like yeah. it, it it's done so in such a way that like he's doing the I'm hiding between the clothes thing in a closet. Right. Uh, but Pumpkinhead like uh slides the. Uh, door open and the pumpkin head is so tall it's like you think he doesn't see it because he's looking at the top shelf of the closet but right. clearly again pumpkin head being the little trickster that he is saw him the entire time because he yeah. gives him that sense of like oh shit he didn't see me and then, yeah and then he whips around and like in yeah. one motion in the whip around like takes his hand and swipes all the clothes over to one side of the closet and then grabs dirty bonaduchi yeah. yeah it's it's, good it's a it is a ridiculously good effect and it's it's just another moment in a movie where I, every time something happens, I'm like, man, that is cool. It is just a cool special effect, and everything that they're doing is cool. But it's not like I guess my thing about this movie is that I'm never into it as a movie. I'm into it as a production. I'm into it yeah. as in like, yeah. man, this is cool ass movie making. It's not like I'm engrossed in this story. It is just like these effects are cool as shit and that's a cool monster and the, the the things that they are able to do with that are impressive as hell i i would liken this too and i look i'm not i don't i'm not trying to catch any flack for this i'm gonna say this and i come at me is what i'm saying like i i look <laughs> at this kind of like the uh pre-frighteners peter jackson filmography mm-hmm. I, and no actually i would say pre-heavenly creatures because that's a good ass movie too but like the earlier ones like dead alive and and things like that uh yeah where it's like i'm i'm more impressed by them on like a filmmaking technical gore thing than i think i am as like a actual true movie like i right i think there's like something it's they're fine you know like i'm not saying they're bad i'm just saying like they're they're not what he became as far as a storyteller like they're very rudimentary like oh look you know like i can do crazy effects and stuff and mm-hmm. look what i'm getting away with because i'm going hardcore you know it's like i don't think they're like made to be like oh wow like that's real good movie you know it's just like it's like a right. gore, it's a gore ex- exhibition kind of you know and this is kind, kind of. of a you know like top of the line rubber monster ex, ex- you know exhibition basically sure. um because yeah i mean even in, even in like the lore of the movie uh even as a viewer you're like well, I'm not scared of Pumpkinhead. I'm not one of the people that did one of the bad things. So exactly. if I just stay the fuck out of his way, like I could have some empathy for the characters. But like, you know, if I were to see Pumpkinhead down the street, I'd be like, hope I didn't fuck up. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> pretty sure <laughs> I didn't. So, you know, like 
What did Jim do? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know, heads. like, got to do what you got to do, Mr. Pumpkinhead. Uh, yeah. Salutations and, you know. Good luck to you. Yeah, good luck to you. Like, Hope you have nice weather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. It, it does kind of take away an immersion uh, because you can't really put yourself in the situation. Because, like, one, I wouldn't be hanging out with this asshole you know yeah i certainly just, i certainly wouldn't be taking a pumpkin head for him i'd be like fuck you no. jim i'm gonna go like uh, immediately leave in whatever capacity i have because i mean like okay he ripped the cable out of the wall what is to stop you from immediately walking out and be like i'm taking one of the cars the dirt bike or the truck or you know whatever i'm just yeah they I'm have getting six... the, getting the fuck away from you and still going to seek help you're right. at least going back to the, the fruit stand and just check on the kid you know like i'm gonna do something i'm not just gonna be like well you're in charge now so you the phone <laughs> cable out of the wall you know like, yeah yeah yeah. Um all right, well let's go ahead and rate pumpkin heads. Okay. Um I I, I from like the time <laughs> I watched this last night to uh I watched like three hours worth of extras on the on the Blu-ray, uh, and then thinking about it this morning and then now discussing it out loud, my my rating for it has changed several times. Uh I think I've landed on giving it two jocks. I I I Definitely. Okay. So I I think from like a production standpoint, it's incredible. I think from a movie standpoint, not so much. Um, The the nagging feeling I had the entire time watching it was that this movie has just been edited to shreds and I can't figure out why. And at first I was like, maybe they're trying to hide the effects, but then I'm like, not really. They're pretty much putting it out there. Um, And then I was like, well, was this edited down? Like, did the studio fuck with it? And like, what? So it it could have been one of those, like, it must be 90 minutes or thereabouts, isn't it? Well, so it's shorter than that. It's like 84 minutes. Okay. Um, So I I watched all these extras and I was like, please, someone convey what I'm thinking. And 99.9% of those extras were just like, Stan Winston was a god and we all loved him and Pumpkinhead was great. There's one dude, one of the producers in one of the extras says at one point that between like several of the screenings for the studio heads, the editor at some point went rogue and just started ripping shit out. And they were like, what are you doing? No one's asking you to do this. And then like some of the footage got lost. So they, they, they were like, they were saying like he was cutting out like that entire sequence of Pumpkinhead marching through the church, they said that the editor had ripped that out of the movie. He was like, it'll play better if that's not in there. And then they were like, the fuck are you doing? So they rescued some of it, but I'm guessing like there were just these little trims here and there, mostly probably with the kids because someone was like, just get to Pumpkinhead right now. Fuck who who gives a shit about the kids. Get to Pumpkinhead. That all that stuff, all that character stuff was just ripped out of it. That's the closest I can get to an explanation as to why this feels so disjointed to me. Um, but as, but as a, a showcase for special effects and cool ass monster Pumpkinhead is a really cool thing. I just wish it was a better movie surrounding all that. Um, I, I feel about it the way I feel about gremlins and that I look at gremlins and I'm like, man, those things are real. Like those are real things, but the movie surrounding gremlins is also a spectacular movie. Yes. Pumpkin, pumpkin head is like, man, that thing is rad. And if it came at me, I would be fucking weirded out. But also like the rest of this movie is just awkward. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I hate to, I hate to put it on Stan Winston's shoulders because everyone is so in love with him. And by all accounts, he seemed like a great guy. Um, 
but maybe just a special effects person directing a special effects movie is going to be like, hey, check out my special effects and isn't too concerned with like character motivation and that kind of thing. So I, I, I like this movie from a production standpoint. I think it's a technical marvel in terms of what it's doing. I just wish the story structure around it had been better. So. Okay. Um, I mean, very similar thoughts, except I'm going to give it three jocks. Um, cause I, I, like I said, I, I really enjoyed this strange little movie. Um, it's, it's a little bizarre to me because I'm surprised given 1988 and a, a special effects guy. Cause I mean, this is kind of the horror genre movie equivalent of having the stuntman direct the action movie, you know, like mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is. I mean, you know, 99% of what we're here for when we watch horror movies is like, are the effects and the creepy, the goopy, ghouly stuff, you know, like, give me things that aren't real and like, make me think they're real. That's mostly why we're here. Um, Just like, you know, in an action movie, it's like, I want to, I want to see a guy that looks like he just got murdered, but he's just fine. You know, like, that's (laughs) kind of what you're there for. Um, Yes. Yeah, you know, do this safely, but make it look like it hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, I, what I was saying is, like, I'm actually a little surprised in 1988 this wasn't more. I thought this was actually kind of restrained from that. Like, I feel like stunt when stuntman stuntman direct action movies, it's like, no, watch this shit. And I'm <laughs> I'm surprised there's not like more like melty face, you know, Razor Lost Ark kind of stuff. You know, like I'm right. I'm surprised it wasn't like. Yeah, but check this out. I'm gonna. I'm not only gonna do this. Like Pumpkinhead kind of has a consistent drooly mouth alien thing sort of going on throughout yeah. most of this, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's not excessive like the alien. It's not just like this. Like it's just kind of a background effect. Like look, look, he's real. He's got. He's gurgling yeah. and salivating at whatever he's about to do. That's how much he enjoys yeah. his job. Um, his mouth is wet. Yeah, <laughs> he's moist. <laughs> moist pumpkinhead. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> This is the season for yes. a good moist pumpkin. Head. Yes, I love a moist pumpkin head latte. It's like, uh-huh, yeah, get, yeah, get it's, stuff it's, Starbucks it's, and get you a moist pumpkin. Limited head. limited time offer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but like I said, I'm just, I'm actually thinking like this is kind of restrained. Other than like pumpkin head is on full display and like sort of that takes the mystique out of it a little bit. But um, but I also think it's like I think that's kind of better. Like in a strange way. Like I mean. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's strange. Like, just having this thing so front and center, and like, yeah, look at it. And it, it's fucking real. You know, f- uh-huh. in terms of like, it looks like it belongs in this movie, and it feels real. I'm okay with that. Like, if you're, I think so many times we've gotten used to the put everything in shadow, and it's that was a creative necess- necessity because it was like our yeah. effects aren't that good, so we've got to you know do the old Vaseline on the lens so it looks better. You know, like turn mm-hmm. the lights down and you know put a smoke machine on it so you can't really see the wires and the the seams where you know Johnny didn't do so good at his job over here. You know, like I don't know why everyone's Johnny in this movie, but <laughs> yeah, it's but yeah, amazing. no, I just like I said, I, it's it's weird because it's like it's also it's it's a full blown like special effects uh, exhibition, but also, like I said, it feels sort of restrained too for a guy that right. could have just gone nuts. Like, sure. Like I said, I, I, again, to go back to the Peter Jackson stuff, I mean, that is clearly like, oi, like we're crazy and we got all these crazy melty effects and watch all the things happen here. And it's like, yeah. He's, what? <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I didn't really feel like doing a full New Zealand, you know, like, he said, uh, was, was it quite going that high? Yeah, that's like, you know, but, um, no, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I just I mean like the early Peter Jackson ones were like almost trauma. They were like professional trauma movies. Like they were like watch this shit. Like this is going to be like is is insane as, as a thing as you have ever seen on film, and we're uh-huh. just going to try to pull it off. For Stan Winston directing a movie with a big giant xenomorph Mewtwo creature, this is a pretty restrained from a special effects perspective. Yeah, you know. So yeah. that's that's what I'm saying. Okay. I liked it. Yeah, I, I like it's, it. But I love the I love the design and the production design the most. Like I, the, those carry it a long way for me. Yes, the plot is kind of stupid. Yes, it's you know I don't know sort of jump to conclusions and and you know just believe. I, I, like, I don't think I don't think the plot is stupid. I think the way it's executed is so haphazard. It's it's just not. I you know, I'm not one to clamor for remakes but i feel like if you had i I know stan winston is no longer with us but his team is because they're all in the documentary talking about this thing if Mm -hmm. you got that team back together to do another Pumpkinhead movie and just be like okay and now we need a storyteller to tell the story in addition to this rad effects stuff that we can still do that would be fantastic like I, i i Pumpkinhead is one of those movies where i'm like man that's close like you got almost a lot of the elements right it just needs a little something else i i wish they would do that i'm i'm super interested to watch pumpkinhead 2 again because i have specific memories of pumpkinhead 2 that i can't wait to revisit um but i know for a fact it's not going to be like oh now they got a storyteller in here to do it it's just going to be sure cheap direct video pumpkin heading so uh i mean this is i i i i'm not trying to make certain people immediately cringe into themselves but like this is the kind of thing where it's like yeah maybe this is a blumhouse type of thing like give a give somebody who's a fan of the original that's like actually has a vision there was some shit talking of, of Blumhouse in the Discord recently, mm-hmm. and 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 mm-hmm. that's fine. You know, whatever. Have your opinions. I don't care. I just Blumhouse to me, yes, they they take a lot of shots and they don't always hit. But I feel like they're at least setting off with the right intentions ninety nine percent of the time. If of somebody that's like, no, I have a vision and this is a thing I want to do, whether I'm going to have the talent or uh, budget to do it remains to be seen but uh, right. unlike asylum or whatever where it's just like you know all they see is dollar signs and it doesn't matter the quality i feel like blumhouse generally at least but yes we want to make money but also like we want to make things that are good too you know and yeah. give people and give, give people the chance and the tools to make something that's good and i could see somebody being like like you know someone like yourself that's like i Pumpkin is really close to being a really good thing. Let me try it again and just do it slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like, like Michael Bay's production company, cause when they remade Friday the 13th and they remade mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street, it was like, yeah, but why? You, yeah. You like, don't, you I don't seem to get it. It's just, yeah, yeah. Like you were just like, what if we just started over and it's like, okay, but you're, you're well, changing everything that people like about those long running franchises. Just like Transformers and Ninja Turtles and all these things where it's like, you know, it was it took to the second Ninja Turtles movie. We were like, maybe we should give people what they wanted. Like the, yeah. you know, but we've, we've, we're also still locked into these dumb designs that we made, you know, cause it's like, yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's just like, they're going off a name recognition for, for making money. Like I said, I feel like Blumhouse most of the time, if they're going to get into the realm of remakes or something, it's it's for more than just name recognition. You know, like right. the, like like the Invisible Man. Like that is something that's like that is an old, technically a Universal monster movie franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, it, but they did something completely different with it. You know, like right. that's 
that's somebody coming to the table and be like, we'll get people in the theater because they'll be like a new invisible man. What is this? And then look, I've got something to say with it too. And yeah. I, and I, I don't think you've, you still haven't watched it, but I mean, it's, it's that kind of thing. It's not just like, right. Hey, you know, here's an old name. Like that'll get butts in seats. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 like the total recall remake. You know, it's like that has fuck all to do with total recall. It was bad. It's boring. It's, it's all CG garbage. You know, it's just like nobody wanted yeah, or Robocop, I'm you know, like, it's like I'm nobody came amazed. to the table with yeah. something with those. It's just like, yeah, what if we made another RoboCop? Okay, go get the go get the template, the movie template. All right, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I get it with with these kinds of things, and it's always a case of when something has been run into the ground, like mm-hmm. like RoboCop. RoboCop in particular is is a textbook case of diminishing returns big time because oh, yeah. like RoboCop three is fucking trash. Yeah. Uh, and then there's so the that TV was, series <laughs> or the TV yeah, movies or whatever the hell they were. Exactly. But that was like, okay, yeah, reboot RoboCop. J- but like, but then like, you've there's got nothing to wrong do... with that movie, but it's just, it's, it could have been anything. It could have been, you know, it's, it, it's, it's like iRobot or iRobot is a perfectly fine movie, but is it really like a good example of its source material? No. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's a it's a fine CG heavy blah 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 fest. You know, like it. You know, it's a popcorn movie that's just like, yeah, okay, great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I just I think in particular about like okay, so RoboCop, the Nightmare on Elm Street, the Friday Thirteenth remakes, uh, even just the simple thing of okay, make the main character thing that everyone loves of these things look at least as cool as it did in the previous ones. Mm-hmm. But which it, is, like, which it does in the Friday the 13th one, because that's easy. You know, sure. <laughs> you know, put a but, dude in a hockey but, mask, give him a machete. Yeah, like, but yeah. like the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot, it was just like, that. his makeup looks dumb. He doesn't yeah. look right. And then like RoboCop, it's like, that just, it just looks like any kind of like dude in a mech suit kind of thing. It's RoboCop was very distinctive looking and awesome mm-hmm. and you have made it look less so. And I guess now I'm, I'm saying that if they've rebooted Pumpkinhead, it would look worse and then I wouldn't like it for any reason. So please don't reboot Pumpkinhead. <laughs> because yeah, they well, would reboot it. If it's like a passion project coming at it from the angle of like, no, we're going to get like, don't pull the, the thing prequel thing. Like don't, go get some practical effect people and then have some asshole come CGI on top of it. Like let the fucking practical effects speak for themselves. Like go, right. there are still people passionate about making these things. Put 50% of the budget of the movie into that. Cause that's what you're there for and yeah. let them go do their thing and be a passion project. I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, you watch all these, like I said, we we're, we're all curmudgeonly filmmaker people. Like you watch all these things like the birth of ILM and it's like, yeah, I'm sorry, but all of your CGI J turning X wing things and all the star Wars sequels don't look as good as the fucking real models that they did originally, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, like that shit still looks better. You know, you can, you can go and you can fix the, 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 the fucking, uh, what the hell do they call that. It's the blocking, the rotoscoping, like you can go and fix that aspect of the original things, but don't turn it full CG. Like right. go back and fix the, you know, the mat, matting around the, the the models and stuff but don't turn the whole thing cg because your models look rad you know like yeah. that's that's what yeah. we should be doing with tech is like going and fixing old things that were beyond our capability at the time of like making uh-huh. it look good and just you know that's why i say yeah. like i mean even if you're going to go full cg you have to make it look like the original thing like what they did with the star trek you know the original series 
interstitials where they went and CG'd everything, but they were like, but we still need to make it look like of the era. It can't just be like, look at this glorious, shiny prequel level (laughs) CGI thing. And now there's cardboard sets, you know? (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah. The, the, the updated effects on the original Star Trek stuff is, is very respectful in terms of like, this looks like it could have come from the sixties. If, Technology if they, if existed they knew then what a computer they, was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if the computer wasn't the size of the building. Right. Yeah. 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 Anyway, we were way off course. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I'm just saying there's still a way. And I, I keep waiting for the nostalgia wheel to turn in the right direction where like people get it and say like, if you're going to reboot a thing, this is like, again, I know people have their opinions or whatever, but like the Bill and Ted thing is a perfect example of like, if you're going to continue it, be respectful, you know, clean up the, the, the bad language. And I don't mean like fucks and shit like that. I'm saying like the politically incorrect things that people said in the 80s. I mean, right. get rid of that, but keep the spirit. Keep it going. Don't be disrespectful of the original thing. Don't totally lose the design of that. Like, move forward. Or and if you're doing a true reboot, it's it's you have some freedom, but you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know, or mm-hmm. the... You know, they boarded pumpkin head baby fetus out with the bathwater. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you've, you've got to bring in a, a practical effects team and do it right, you know, like, right. or, or get a CGI team that's like, it, that thinks in terms of like how practical effects people do, like, you know, mm-hmm. the limitations of movement. Like, you, you know, that's, that's what ruins so many horror movies when they go full CG is this is like, oh, well, we could never have somebody like crab walk 360 around a hallway before. We can do that now. And it's like, no. The, no, br- the brain don't. is the brain is not ready for <laughs> something that you, your brain in the back of your brain is going like yeah but how and or why would the <laughs> right. demon do that <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like yeah. that's not the most efficient way of getting down a hallway like <laughs> obeying the laws of gravity is pretty much there unless you can fly yeah. I mean you, you you look at stuff that's in like poltergeist like the end of poltergeist when the house collapses in on itself yeah obviously they didn't collapse a house in on itself but. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a model, it it's something tangible and real, and you can go, yeah, that's a house collapsing in on itself, instead of just like, well, that's a CG thing turning into a ball of whatever. Yeah, you know, it's just. You... I here's I, here's I, a, here, I hate to sound here's my last so here's old. my last hot, here's my last hot take. So many effects that are in movies now feel like I could do almost as good with an app on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I mean that that's the problem is like. Uh, we used to rely on Hollywood to be like better than, you know, we used to look at Hollywood and be like, show me something I've never seen before. Blow my mind. And now it's like, you watch a lot of movies and it's like, I have an app on my phone that will AI render something that looks almost as good as you did in your movie, just off the phone and natural lighting of my phone, you know, like, like those little special effects apps and things like, you know, like you have to blow my mind more than my phone can do (laughs) like, like way more. So that's, that's, that's the problem is like, they're just like, eh, we got, we got things, we got templates. Like (laughs) you want to see a house get sucked up into a black hole. We got that. Boop. Yeah. (laughs) You can do that to any house in your neighborhood. (laughs) Just look up Google maps and (laughs) push this button. We're ranting and this is no longer anything about pumpkin head. So yeah, but yeah, maybe remake pumpkin head, but maybe don't. (laughs) So, but anyway, we'll see how we feel after three more pumpkin heads. Uh, Wait, there's three more. I thought there was only one more. No, there's. There's another legit Pumpkinhead movie, kind of, and then two that came along way later mm. uh, that I'm sure are CG bullshit. So, okay. And also, Lance Henriksen is in them somehow, which I don't understand. Wait, but... all three of them? 
No, he's oh. not in the second one. Oh, he's in the, the either two? he's in either three or four or both. Um, and I'm curious about that, but also I fully expect both of those to be hot trash. So, um, but anyway, we'll we'll find out along the way when we when we get to Pumpkinhead sequels. But yes, uh, the real the real Pumpkinhead was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. So true. Um, so, uh, speaking of friends, thank you friends for being patrons, uh-huh. uh, and giving us money so that we can, uh, talk about all things pumpkin head and, uh, we're, we're in spooky season. So expect uh, a lot of, of spooky things potentially showing up. Uh, we've been seeding the poll a little bit with some spooky stuff and not surprisingly people are like, Hey, you should watch that spooky thing. <laughs> so, uh, that's working out well. Uh, patreon.com slash BMF cast is where you go to donate, uh, we decided to open up the polls to everybody um, for a while. I think we're going to continue doing that at least until Bamcast Prime is back because it does give people a chance to participate in the Bamcast that they know and love even, you know, at 50% capacity mm-hmm. because, you know, it's, 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 we're doing what we can during yeah. this, whatever situation we're in. So uh, thank you guys for, for being a part of it and donating and listening and all the things uh, still haven't lost anybody. And that is impressive as hell to me. I, I'm still blown away by that, that the numbers just keep going up. So uh, thank you guys. We appreciate it. We hope that you enjoy this content. Uh, I feel like you can't keep bringing that up, Chuck, like uh, up Chuck. <laughs> so, <I'm, laughs> so, sorry, I'm going to just continue to derail the ending of this podcast. But no, uh-huh. you can't keep yep. bringing up that we haven't lost anybody because at, at some point someone's going to be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, just, so I just mean sometimes people hear things that are positive and we are appreciative and, and, and take them sure. as a challenge. And so <laughs> I'll right. show That'll you. Be- yeah. It'll be the last time I mention it. Uh, Just know that I'm appreciative. So uh, anyway, we'll be back next week with another episode. Go vote in the poll right now. You can decide what it is. Uh, Until that time, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra Out.